Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Eschbeck. I'm Matt Golden. And this week we are doing another trade swap. Yeah, that means that Alex picked out a comic book for me. I picked out a comic book for Alex. And away we went. Yeah, I picked out for Matt the Pro. A, a short little comic written by Garth Ennis with art by Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti. It couldn't have been more than about 55 pages, so about the length of, like, two comic books. Yeah, or one annual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, some annuals are 80 pages, but Yeah, fuck. that's true. Shit. I just picked up an 80-page Swap Thing annual literally yesterday. The great business decision. It was the best. Yeah. But on to, uh, on to the show here. And to the pro specifically, in the same vein that Sex Criminals was very not safe for work, not safe for children... The pro is it is ten. definitely safe for kids. You yeah. should definitely put this on for children. It is ten times worse of a book <laughs> when it comes to graphic sexuality. Uh, this starts as uh, several things that we've talked about on the show start with a blowjob. Everything in the, I feel like this is like two in the past month that have started just with people getting their dick sucked. Yep, and that. Yep, <laughs> and that's the protagonist of the story. Who is a hooker, hence the name, The Pro. Yep. She is excellent at what she does. She's really not. She's a very low-end, <laughs> bottom-of-the-barrel, uh, pimp-free uh, prostitute. Let me speak to the manager haircut. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And uh, as, you, as I'm sure you all naturally assumed, she gets superpowers. Yeah, of course, because why else would we be reading it if a hooker didn't get superpowers? But does that cause her to change her ways Hell and do good no. for the city? No, not even close. <laughs> not for this lady. She joins up with a super team and proceeds to wreak havoc on the world. And they actually recruited her. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You're not wrong. She got superpowers from an alien, too. So what did you think so, of the book? I thought it was classic Garth Ennis. It was straight up his alley. And matter of fact, uh, we did a little bit of research. The Pro came out in 2002. And it is about a person that basically shits all over superheroes and the superhero norms. And then a little bit later came out The Boys, another Garth Ennis novel, which is about to become a television show, thanks to Seth Rogen and his pal Evan Gold something. Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, cool. Uh, and it's the exact same vein. It's the same book, just an earlier format of it. So if you've read The Boys, you'll probably like this too. Yeah, two of the big differences in The Boys, the team in The Boys is about taking down superheroes to where in The Pro, she just wants to be left alone or get money for her baby. Yep. Yeah. So it's more about finding like the next meal and taking care of her kid. I'm not saying like, there's like a lot of heart to the story. Like there's not. There's literally <laughs> zero heart. Even when the day is saved, there is no heart in the story. Whichever moment in the story. Oh, man. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, so the first time she joins up with the superheroes and they go on their first superhero fight, she ends up beating the shit out of this person and then in full view of the public, lifts up her skirt and just pisses all over the, <laughs> the anti-hero. And everybody's just standing there with their jaws dropped. And I thought that was fucking hysterical. I love the scene where she's going down on the Superman parody. 
And <laughs> also because it reminded me of Marat in the scene where Brody's pondering a Superman sleep with Lois Lane. If it would kill her whenever he blew a load. And he said, but of course, <laughs> he could wear Kryptonite condom, but of course that would kill him. Um, <laughs> it's a scene like that where he's giving a blowjob and whenever he climaxes. It shoots. Jisms. It shoots past her. It goes through her wall and clips an airplane wing that's in mid-flight. <laughs> At which point they had to go and save the aircraft. Yeah. And he is there with his pants down, literally dick flopping <laughs> in the air. And everybody on the plane sees it. It's a big to-do. But I thought it was a really cool book. It definitely seemed like some early Garth Ennis work. Yeah, it's not meant to be taken seriously. It's just a fun, short read. Like, this is a book that you can read time and time again because the art's good, it's a quick read, and it's fun. Yeah, it took me all of, I think, uh, 20, 25 minutes to knock out this entire book, if that. Well, actually, I really like about this book, too, is the ending. Oh, yeah, the ending was pretty cool. Yeah. The hero dies in the end. Spoiler alert. Yeah, she actually gets her redemption arc on Willie, but... Her one condition with she takes a nuclear bomb, flies into space, and her one condition is that they make sure that her kid doesn't turn into one of them. Just let her kid grow up and be normal, which is actually kind of a sweet ending. And it's always a nice ending because there's going to be no sequels or anything like this. The entire 50 pages is the beginning and end of the pro. Yep. It's short. It's sweet. It's really cool. Um, And the... Sigil on her belt just kind of looks like sperm, so I thought that was fun, too. Yeah, which I think was definitely intentional. Uh, It was most certainly intentional. Which is fun, too. Like, one of the first things she does when she gets powers is goes and gets revenge (laughs) on the John that shorted her $20. Like, that's how, like, petty and, like, small she is. But not a petty ball. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's the world she lives in. was a piece of shit. Oh, he was. she's blowing in the opening scene is the guy that she gets revenge on. And because he shorted her 20 bucks. He starts acting like an asshole and shoots a gun at her like four or five times. <laughs> uh, I would want revenge on that piece of shit, too. <laughs> what an asshole. So where'd you rate this on a scale of one to ten? Yeah, like a six. It was cool. It's definitely got rereadability to it, but it seems a little dated. Some of the other heroes in the book, I was just like, ugh. Anytime that their character would speak, I would kind of just try and hurry up and read through it without actually reading it because I was so bored with 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 that <laughs> character. All the extra superheroes. I'd give it an eight. I think it's uh Of course you would. You recommended it, so Yeah, I think it's a great book. It's <laughs> it's a lot of fun and it's just one that I've read over and over again. I I think for our next trade swap we should just both give each other books that we hate. <laughs> <laughs> that we somehow own for some reason. Yeah. yeah kept like, in our collection. God damn it, I guess I own this thing. Make this asshole read it. So, for Alex, I decided to give him something worthwhile and definitely above a 6 on a scale of 1 to 10. I gave him Charles Sewell's Curse Words, art by Ryan Brown. It is a wonderful tale about a wizard who's basically supposed to bring about Armageddon and decides to not bring about Armageddon. His name is Wizard. Because, of course it is. (laughs) Which, it's... It is an amazing book. It's, it opens with him uh, striking a deal with a Justin Bieber-esque character <laughs> yeah. uh, who wants to be turned his body into platinum because he feels like that's what's holding him back and that's what make people take him seriously. Yep. He's got a very hipster haircut and hipster sunglasses on with a wizard beard. It's weird that the wizard beard is also like a hipster beard w- w- with the rest of his look. It really so, kind of yeah. is, yeah. 
but he's 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 not a hipster. That's just a look that he adopted yep. whenever he uh, gained popularity in our world. So this beautiful wizard uh, also happens to have a koala as his sidekick slash best friend slash as it comes to be spoiler alert uh, his daughter as well uh, that he has with the his nimbus in the nemesis in the story Ruby who's I guess his ex wife. Or a girl. We don't know if they're Girlfriend. married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do we got to put labels on Why that shit? Why are you writing fan fiction for one volume? <laughs> hey, there's a second one out now. It came out like two weeks ago, by the way. Two or three weeks ago. So go out and buy it, Alex. Yeah. The daughter's name is Margaret. And it's actually one of my favorite running jokes as Wizard gains popularity. You see little dialogue boxes that are tweets and people talking about like Margaret. Like so, anytime Wizard does something good, like people ask, "Is Margaret with him or Mar- Margaret out there?" Hashtag Team Margaret. Yeah, and it plays one of my all-time favorite jokes in the end when Margaret changes from a koala into a bird, and you see one of the tweet boxes go, "Margaret's no longer koala." Like that's awful. And there's a tweet box that says, "Love it." Hashtag Team Margaret and the person's username was Eagle Lover, which I thought was a nice subtle touch. There are some subtle jokes in this one. Um, and there are some very over the top jokes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> this book is just all over the top. It doesn't take itself seriously. Either. No, it, not even for a second. Charles Soule, Charles Soule, 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 Soule has built a Soule. really has built a really rich world in just five issues. Yeah, they they all serve Ruby Stitch that I mentioned Wizard. Other magical, I guess, wizards <laughs> that we run into uh, all serve a lord name. Sizzage or something like that. I think it's Sizzage. It's S-I-Z-Z-A-G-E-E. So, Sizzage. Yeah. Sizzage. Th- they'll get their powers from him. And he's also has the ability to cut off their powers, which plays into the story uh, as well. But each wizard that we've seen has their own unique skill set and draws their power from somewhere. Unique, like Wizard gets his from sapphires. Rubies gets her from rubies. Oh wow, that's a that was a real big yeah. stretch there. And I really wish there's a the first wizard that Wizard fights is a wizard named Cornwall, and eventually Ruby goes to his domain to defend it for their evil lord. And his soldiers that he has in his army are a bunch of cherubs, which I think. <laughs> so you have cherubs fighting these grown men, fighting their tiny little arrows, which I think is just a great visual gag. Oh, uh, yeah, there's it's full of that kind of shit. And just like he's new to this world and new to the times. And at one point he um, shrinks out. I want to say it's Yankee Stadium to the size of his while it's full of people. Matter of fact, to the size of a palm. And then he has a whole plastic bag full of people that he shrunk that were watching <laughs> yeah. it on TV. So there were no witnesses. He did that because that's he killed Cornwall uh, during a baseball game in front of all those people. And that's why I like about the comic too is that Wizard he's definitely like he's all powerful and he at some point loses his magic and gets some of it back. But he's just flawed as a person. Like he didn't know how he didn't want the people to turn on him. Yeah. He finally he was enjoying adoration. He was enjoying being a protector of the people. And so he basically destroyed the evidence, but then he went to the trouble making sure that people were happy in this heavenly world that he created. But they're still all shrunk. And <laughs> so it, it's a mixed bag. It is definitely a mixed bag. It's a really cool book, really cool art. Highly recommend checking it out. What do you think about this book on a scale of one to 10? 40? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll give it a seven. Uh, it's definitely one that I'd continue reading. And I definitely want to see where it goes. It's, 
I'm curious to see how big he's going to make the world by the time he's done with the series or if it's going to be more self-contained or if it's going to be kind of like a by-the-numbers book like Volume 1, he defeats this wizard. Volume 2, this wizard goes down until we finally get to the big boss. So I'm curious if it's going to be like a paint-by-numbers thing or if he's going to stretch his imagination a bit more. Yeah, if he uh, ends up taking down the big wizard that they've got now in Book 2 and then kind of moves on to even bigger things or whatever, that, that would be really cool. I just feel like you can't be super formulaic when you have something as, no, and he, as wild as this. He did plan other stuff. Like Matt mentioned, Margaret is his daughter. But we don't know why Margaret's with him and not Ruby. We don't know why Margaret is always in the form of some animal. Yeah. So there's, there's some seeds of mysteries of questions that still need to be answered. Yeah, I think I would actually mirror your ranking of this book entirely. I give it a seven on the nose as well. The second volume has been out for two or three weeks, and I still haven't picked it up. I think if I were were to give it like an eight or a nine, it would be a book that I would probably already own. Keep that in mind that I'll probably buy it within the next week or two, though. We didn't talk about it, but the art by Ryan Brown is really good. It really fits the series. It's some of the cool... I'm just going to go on record and say it's some of the coolest art that I've seen out there. It's really, really neat. It's not like, oh, it's comic book art. Like You'll see a lot of Garth Ennis' stuff and then Sandman. It all looks kind of the same, but it's still really neat. This is extremely unique. You don't see a lot of art like this out there. Yeah, and it's nice. This is a nice blend of fantasy and our contemporary world, too, which you don't see a lot in comics. There's examples of it, obviously, but it's not as common, especially uh, in image books and Vertigo and things like that. Yeah, you don't really get the the modernity of it. with the fantasy mixed with this book, you kind of get one or the other. And this kind of melds, you know, 2018 with, you know, wizards and game of Thrones shit. Checking out all the hip haircuts. It's definitely 2018. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. my God. But yeah, cool. I think that's about all we have time for today, guys. Yeah. So as always, you can email us at henchmen of comics at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, For Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. I'm Charles Sewell. Henchman ain't easy.